My name is Jenny Owen Youngs. And I'm Kristen Russo. And together we spent six years watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer one at a time, podcasting about each and every one. Our podcast is spoiler free, so first time viewers can listen along safely. Ever thought to yourself, I wish someone was brave enough to write an original song for every single episode of Buffy? Your search is at an end, my friend, because we did exactly that. Our podcast is called Buffering the Vampire Slayer, and you can learn more about it at bufferingcast.com. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Stephanie Megan. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Therapy is too expensive. You're listening to Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. Oh my God, the Shrooms episode was so good. You and Nathan are just hilarious together. He's he's been like one of my best friends since high school. He is otherworldly. He's, I need you to do his chart because I really do think he's like one of the like most special human beings in my life. And I feel like me and him have been bonding lately because we also have been exiled from our high school group of friends. And I just always thought he was like, just like so special and different and not different, but just so special. And people sometimes just don't see the way I, you know, don't see him the way that I see him. And I, Is he an Aquarius too? No, he's a Sag. Oh, oh my God. That's why I loved him. That's my destiny in my birth chart. I got to learn to be crazy like him. Oh, really? Yeah. And Sag is the sign of psychedelic. Yeah, no, he's, oh my God. I mean, I tell, like, immediately as soon as he feels high, it's like game over. Like, I don't think he's, a, he's not the type of person that knows how to, like, just go with the flow sometimes. <laughs> I love him to death, but that's just, you know, that's who yeah. that is. But he, he's amazing. He's definitely an interdimensional being and like traveling through through reality through a different lens. I agree. I agree. Okay. Should we get started? Because I feel like we stop. I we just have so much to cover. We had so many Mercury yeah, retrograde so technical about. difficulties before this, too. Literally. And it's like, is this really the best idea to do a virtual episode of middle Mercury retrograde? I don't we're know, doing, but we're doing it's it. It's happening. Yeah. Okay, let me do intros and then we'll get into it. Please. Hi, guys. It's me, Stephanie Megan, your host of Brocal Therapy. I guess who we have back because it's been about a motherfucking year. Danny motherfucking Santos, Astro motherfucking Daddy, and the Crystal motherfucking Visions, bitch. That's right, bitch. We're back. We're back. <laughs> hey, I'm here for it. I was thinking about it, and you haven't been in any of like the 2023 episodes. Like, the last time you've been on was December 2022 going to 2023. Oh, my God. That's right. When we were doing the tarot for the uh, for the coming year, which, you know, we got to yeah. do some of that today. Exactly. We have to do a little bit of that today and also just catch up because one of the biggest reasons why we haven't been seeing each other is because, well, one, I live in the Bay and you, like, moved back to Michigan, but also you were in fucking Peru Finally completed my ayahuasca shamanism training two months in Peru. And I've been and I've been dying to like want to know the like, you know, the experience and what you went through. To, but are you like certified like shaman now? I am to, like, officially a shaman. I can officially distribute yes. ayahuasca by the lineage of the Shipibo tribe given to me by the elder Don Enrique Lopez Fasanando. I can serve ayahuasca. This is it. Okay. So we, this, now we could do ayahuasca. Like you can actually yeah, yeah. plan for it. I'm actually going to be okay. um, starting my, my faith based organization to begin serving ayahuasca for 2024. I'm, I'm starting it in February. You are? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, well, we're going to do, because I, I want to do ayahuasca. I feel like there's a lot of healing that I need to do. And I've been like talking about just kind of like the struggles I've been going lately, which is like self-image and like self-love. And I, I just, I, I need, I need to heal some shit, man. I need to like re rewire my motherfucking brain, bitch. Well, the thing with ayahuasca, well, <laughs> it, it will rewire not just your brain, but your nervous system, your body, your gut, your stomach, all of your intestines. Like this shit works. This is crazy. Okay, so let's let's start from like when you get to Peru and you're like, okay, I'm gonna become an ayahuasca shaman. Like, 
what was this experience like? Well, there's definitely two main elements to it. There's the actual course itself and the experience of like being there, being learning how to be a shaman, taking classes every day, learning the techniques and the tools. And then there's the personal side of it where it's like, I'm in Peru. I ended up like fasting for a total of 45 days, 44 days while I was in Peru, um, like no food, only water and living no off food. of some. Yes. Like some days I would drink a plant liquid, but like this is not advised for most people. Okay. I, I ended up losing a total of 55 pounds while I was on this trip. And then like, you know, in total losing 77 How you, now. How long were you in Peru? I was in Peru for two months. So the okay. the the oh. course to become a shaman was 60 days, maybe a little bit over that. But I was there, I came like a week early and I stayed like 14 days longer than the rest of the other students. Holy shit. So was that part of the process to like fast? Uh, well, the way that they taught us there is an ayahuasca tradition, the one that I'm working through, the Shipibo lineage. If you fast, you do this, this process, what's called a dieta, where you're merging a plant to your soul as a means of gaining the wisdom and teachings of that plant. And if you fast where you don't eat food and you only drink water, it doubles how strong the connection with that plant spirit is. And if you don't eat food or drink water, it triples the connection. So I only did no food, no water for a max of four days. But other than that, I was doing no food on the other side. And I mean, I feel like it's the obvious, but like, what were you feeling? Like, how was that? Well, you know, I've been super like open and public about my eating disorder and like talking about, you know, suffering with binge eating. And then I've also gone through periods where I fast too much and just kind of the extremes that went through it. Um, doing this where you're not eating for like weeks on end. I mean, I did 15 days of no food in the first half and then 29 days of no food, only water in the second half. Um, and then separate from that, I also did four days of no food, no water. So when you don't eat, your shit comes to the front and anything that's buried in your fat cells, in your nervous system, in your body, like it's out and up. And girl, what I learned about myself is I have a motherfucking temper. I have a pissed person inside of me. <laughs> oh my God. I feel like if I wasn't eating too, I would be a fucking monster. Like I well, I just get like, I get annoyed and irritated if I'm not like, if I'm hungry. Yeah. You know? So imagine like that feeling of like being hangry, but like amplified times like a thousand where like, I, there were oh 15 other students on the course and I came in and I was friends with just about everybody. When I started, I lost about half of my friends by the end of the course because I was so prickly and angry and like yelling at people. And, you know, the, the, the course to becoming a shaman is not necessarily an easy one because you have to face your demons. And I realized the source of my eating disanger or my eating disorder was anger. Eating disanger, I guess, is really what it should be called. You're literally right. <laughs> so I find oh that God. That, okay. that was like learning that food is my coping mechanism and not being able to use that to shove my emotions down. All of a sudden, I was like, the littlest thing. I learned that the thing that makes me the most pissed off is having my boundaries crossed, being told what to do, or being disrespected. And like little things constantly, I was like just going off. And I was working specifically with a plant ally, a plant spirit that focuses on helping you integrate your shadow self. So everybody's got something different. My shadow self is an angry person. <laughs> well, so and other people were also fasting. Like, how are they reacting? Like, how are how are they kind of uh, taking it? Yeah, not having to eat anything. Like, were they well, as angry as you, too? I think a lot of that came down to, like, the fact that we were trapped in the middle of the Amazon jungle for, like, two months with no contact to the outside world, no cell service, no computer. Like, literally one girl was like, yeah, it's the real housewives of the rainforest. Like, every, there was so much literally. drama that, that happened between like the tribe and the people in the course and the facilitators and 
Um, I understand how when people go away on, on a reality show for two months, how they like lose their minds, because I think that's what everybody was experiencing during this time. What were the like different processes you had to go through besides fasting in sure. Peru, well, like just to get yeah for those who, who want to do this, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just saying that like it, it's so not relatable to like my life, you know, because I'm like so so it's for someone else to go through something so like different from my experience. I, I just want to know everything. So that's yeah, fine. yeah. Well, the fasting, basically, we're talking about this process of doing the dieta or the diet where you're merging the plant to your soul. So when you drink the tincture of that plant, you have to wait, you know, fast for like 48 hours. So that's really the most that anybody is required to fast, 48 hours. But again, if you want to double or triple your connection to the plant spirit, you go longer. So I was like, well, I'm here for two months. Go big or go home. Uh, But on top of that, we were given like a whole textbook, which I have over here that's filled with um, it's like 20 songs of Shipibo Ikaros and Ikaros are the songs that they sing during an ayahuasca ceremony uh, and it's in a different language it's in an ancient language that's 5,000 years old so nobody knows how the fuck to sing this stuff or how to pronounce the words so you have to study for like hours every day uh, and then they teach you how to do like plant remedies how to cure people with different plants Um, how to serve ayahuasca ethically, how to make sure that nobody's going to like lose their mind or they're not on any antidepressants or anything that's going to be contraindicated. So they teach you from beginning to end how to become an ayahuasca shaman. And it was incredible. It was a phenomenal journey, but really hard. Yeah, I was going to say, that sounds so hard. Let's, I mean, okay, so coming out of this, do you feel like it made you a completely different person? I I do. And talking to people like people are just like, you seem so much more grounded. You know, I I realized that my ego or like wanting to be the center of attention or wanting to like enough was never enough for me. And that meant like no matter how much food I ate, like I didn't feel full, quote unquote, no matter how much attention I got, I didn't feel like I was worthy And what this all really boiled down to for me was realizing like, at the end of the day, if I don't like myself or love myself, nobody, no amount of food, no amount of attention, no amount of sex, nothing can ever fill that void for anybody else. So the way that I feel different is I actually like myself and I'm really learning to love myself now. Oh, that's so beautiful, Danny. (laughs) But it's like, I, I I, want to feel that way. way. Well, that's what I want yeah. other people to feel like it's a relatable feeling, right? Yeah. I feel like for me, though, lately, it's like I I love who I am as a person. Like I I really I truly do. It's more so I'm just not. OK, with how I look. I'm never satisfied. I've never been satisfied. Uh, it's a lot of like body dysmorphia. I can never, you know. I don't know. I've never, even at the times when I were was the most confident, I still was struggling a lot with it, you know. And I feel like now it's gone to a point where it it's. I think it's affecting me more. Yeah, and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that I'm on camera more, you know. And so, and also, I like I've gained the most weight the last like three years since the pandemic, and. It, and then also being the last three years being on camera the mo- you know more than I've ever have been being on the show and stuff like that so like just seeing like the changes and seeing all the, the flaws of just like oh like my anxiety yeah and what- ayahuasca <laughs> yes yes you do baby and I'm gonna serve you and we're gonna go through the whole experience together and um ideally this would be something that we do over a long period of time because the exact same thing I was 77 pounds heavier than I am today um, I was eating like ferociously on a daily basis, like just shoving food into my body, not documenting my calories, not exercising, spending hours a day just on social media, which I still do to this day. But, you know, in my free time, it's yeah, <laughs> it's about finding ways to be healthy that are sustainable. Like I still eat ice cream and pizza sometimes and I still I have a, a great relationship to food now. I'm officially in remission for my eating disorder. So I just want to be a voice of hope for anybody listening. 
not only can you change, but you can still enjoy the foods you like. You can still hang out with the people you love. You don't have to change anything other than having moderation. Like that's literally the only thing that changes. Yeah. I think it's just, I struggle with like the self-discipline of that, you know? Yeah. And also not know, not knowing how to have moderation sometimes. Like what does well, moderation look like? You know? And that's something that's not taught in our culture. I think it's really easy for us yep. to fall into extremes. Social media is the culture of more, more, more. And I know you just had Nadej on the show recently. She taught me that that social media is set up to create dualities. How many likes did I get? Somebody unfollowed me. Do you like me or did you not like my post? Did you even see my last post? How many people have their eyes on me? Like this is very dualistic in nature and it's it can be incredibly harmful. And if your self-worth is based on how much other people are seeing you, it's one thing to have a, a great following and to be a voice and an advocate for people. But it's another thing if like you're feeling lonely and sad and and there's not the internal systems in place to help you stay happy and be happy. Yeah. Well, it sucks. <laughs> well, I just want to say, like, I'm, just like... I'm going to help you from beginning to end through this process. Like, you and I are going to work together. And, you know, I, I want to help you become the person that you want to be. I would love that. Because it's not only is it, yes, wanting to put in the, ch the work and the changes to, you know, like, lose weight and be healthier. But it's also the mental part of it, too. It's both. It's the physical and the mental where even if I do lose the weight, right, I do all the work and stuff, um, being able to like love myself even through the process, you know, and or just sometimes be just not even just loving myself. Yeah, but getting to the point of neutrality, neutrality is that a word? Neutrality. Neutrality. Get, yeah, getting to the point of just being neutral about it, you know, just like it's not about hating myself, but it's not about like being super crazy positive. It's just being happy where I'm at because I think to be constantly like loving my body so positively when re in reality my body as a woman is going to drastically change it's not going to look the same after I have kids it's not going to look the same you know when I get older and my body is not going to look the same as I did when I was 16 years old you know it's just it's always it's just constantly changing and I have to be okay with that 100% it's been so like deep, you guys. <laughs> no, that's what you know. This this is what I always get out of you whenever we do recording. <laughs> Pulling your always. feels out. Yeah, and I was like borderline want to cry. <laughs> and then I hey. All right, guys. Let's be honest. Eating is too expensive, but we have to do it to survive. But in this economy, food and grocery shopping has really got super pricey. And that's why we all need to start budgeting our food expenses. But at the same time, we still want to eat great while on a budget. So save big and eat great with America's Best Value Meal Kit. Their meals are cheaper than your average fast casual meal. So ditch the takeout to save money while still enjoying fresh, satisfying meals. They're honestly the easiest way to eat affordably. Get every plate and take back your time this month with fewer trips to the grocery store and meals ready in six simple steps. Save even more time with the quick and easy recipes, including easy cleanup options and options ready in 30 minutes or less. They plan the meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door so you can spend less time meal prepping and more time on you. You have better things to do than worry about what's for dinner. Every plate provides plenty of delicious variety with 26 tasty and affordable recipes that change every week. So it's easy to find something flavorful and satisfying for every meal of the day. You can also customize recipes to your liking by swapping proteins and sides or adding a protein to a veggie dish. Plus, add even more delicious options to your order with over 25 convenient sides, breakfast items, lunches, snacks, desserts, and more. As a girl who's always on a budget and likes to eat good, every plate is your girl. Honestly, it saves me so much time. I don't have to think too much about what I'm going to cook that day. And it's just always delicious. Like, I always know it's going to be a great meal. And the best part is, I'm not spending too much money on it. And I love that. 
Get a meal starting at just $1.49 plus $1 steaks for life by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49brokegirl. Subscription must be active to qualify and redeem the dollar stake. Again, that's everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code 49brokegirl. Well, I am considering going back to school to get a master's degree in, in like psychology so I can start opening up a private practice and doing therapy with people. So, you know, you should. I mean, I think like your, your calling is to your calling is to heal people. Well, you know, I've been through a lot, a lot, a lot of trauma in my life. I've been through physical abuse, sexual abuse. I've been through like dating an alcoholic ex, um, being in an affair with a married man. Like, I don't know there's just the list goes on and on eating disorder survivor like anything that anyone is suffering with i'm just starting to get a grasp on my life and i'm understanding like not only is remission possible but like i think i've said this before it's our birthright to feel safe in our bodies and to like your life and to love who you are and if you are in a place in your life where you don't feel like you are where you want to be we need to ask for help like I started working with a nutritionist, seeing a therapist, uh, going to the gym. I used ChatGPT to write a workout plan for myself, <laughs> and then I use YouTube. Wait, really? ChatGPT could do that? Yes, literally. Wait, all, stop. I did, Chat all I did. Yes, like all I did was type in Monday through Saturday workout. I want to target all of the major body systems. Give me a workout that's simple and effective without going overboard. And it's like each workout takes me about 55 minutes to complete. That's how I started going to the gym. I used Wait. GBT to write a workout. That is life changing because I mean, I know that like some people it's controversial using AI, you know, however, it because I was I've been thinking like, OK, I need to really come up with like a workout plan because I know how to work out. I've had trainers. I've been to the gym. I've I've taken a lot of classes. It's a matter of, again, just coming up with the Plan. like I feel like I need someone to tell me or I just need something to follow because sometimes I show up to the gym and I'm like I guess I'll go do some arms over here you know and so yeah. to, and I'm like and like I told myself I'm like okay like I need to start like writing out a plan but I've just been kind of lazy to do that so I would like it to be a quicker process because I'm impatient oh, yeah. and it's good it, I mean that's a good idea to use chat GPT to to help put that together but not only did it, it did it write my work my workout plan like then once you have the workouts if there's anything you don't know how to do i watch youtube shorts and i'm like okay how do i do a one hand dumbbell row and then it teaches me how to do the workout yeah and so every single time i'm in the gym i'm like on my phone watching youtube and now i'm actually memorizing how to do the form to this stuff and if i come back to a workout i'm like mm, i don't know know if that form was correct i go back to the video voila like it's literally one yeah. of the best things that's ever happened to me because as I've lost weight and like I'm back in the gym, now I'm eating enough and putting on muscle and still losing body fat. Like it's literally the best so thing happy in the entire world. Thank you. Yeah. I think sometimes I get, and I'll admit this, and I, I really try to not think of it as much because I know it's not a good thing to hold you back, but I always get like shy at the gym, you know? because it's you, you go to the gym and you see all these like really fit people and like they're with their shirts off and you know and like really fit girls with their like crop tops and shit and I'm just like not there yet but then it kind of like sometimes gets me nervous that I am there and I have to remind myself like but you're here like and that's that's what's important you know but I oh. do get a bit of that gym shyness for sure I just got to say, the gym that I go to here, I'm staying at my parents' house in Michigan right now. The gym that I go to is right next to a high school. And um, there's like a bunch of kids who come in and work out there. And like, I'm intimidated by these high schoolers who are more fit than I. <laughs> you know, I just feel like yeah. these kids are in so much better shape. And they're probably looking at me like this 30 year old dude with the beard. And like, you know, they're probably thinking the same thing. So there's that side of things but then also the people that are like super buff and into and like in good shape they're so into themselves and looking at themselves in the mirror the whole time they don't even care that i'm there 
They don't even care. That's what I tell myself too. Like the ones who are the gym rats, I'm like, they're just focused on themselves. Like I try to like, I like remind myself when I'm there when I do that. And, you know, and it, a lot of times it is true. I think sometimes, you know, I hear like these other girls or girls are friends with me like, oh yeah, like I got hit on at the gym. And I'm like, girl, when I go to the gym, I'm like, I'm, what no no please i like i don't even want to be looked at i'm really just you know like no man has ever hit on me at the gym you might be surprised you know so no i've never been hit on the gym i just go with like my biker shorts and like a oversized tee and i'm just messy bun you know yeah so i'm I'm not trying to like be seen well it's timely that we're talking about this as people are like getting ready for the new year and stuff because what I always tell my clients is like Christmas is the final exam, Christmas and New Year's, because it's the end of the year. You get this moment to like see how much did you love the people that are there? How much, how good did you do this last year? And then New Year's gives you the opportunity, like, what do I want to change in my life this year? And literally the best way to change is incrementally. You can't go from zero to 60 off the bat or else you're not going to go anywhere. Yeah. Like I even try to tell myself, even just going and showing up and doing it for 15 minutes, you know, like just just getting myself used to just showing up yeah. is sometimes I try to just like just to use that as a step. And it works for a little bit. I actually was like before when I was living in Oakland, uh, I for a good couple months, I was just I was going pretty consistently to like the classes, like to the yoga classes, Pilates, like every week three, four times a week. And a lot of just what was my biggest battle and accomplishment was just going, going, doing the class or going and just doing like shit, even cardio for 15 minutes, just showing up. And then I was able to like see myself really implementing that to my schedule. And then it kind of fell apart because a lot of things, you know, I I was traveling a lot and then we decided to move. So now it's like having to like redo that that habit again. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Well, so. if you can just get into like some kind of routine. I mean, I have ADHD. I believe you do as well. We've talked pretty extensively about yeah. this. And for people with ADHD it's, it's or our personality at this point. I know, fine. <laughs> Seriously. Although I have to admit, after the <laughs> ayahuasca training and working out, my ADHD has gone down a lot. You know, really? I feel a lot. Oh. Yeah, I feel a lot more centered and grounded. I mean, I'm still like daydreaming like fucking crazy. It's it's not something that's ever going to go away. But I don't feel like I don't know what to do every second of the day. But like as people, chaotic. Yes, but people with ADHD, what I do know is a lot of times the neurodivergence of that comes from trauma or it can be inherited genetically. And people like us need systems and structures and routine in order to overcome our ADHD because otherwise when we're just playing life free free for all freestyle version like the the lack of structure makes it very difficult for us to stay consistent oh for sure I 1000% agree you know because I I think even just with like my show it's so funny like the twins are like you're so organized with your show and it's because obviously there's been a lot of trial and error and one it's like when you're so passionate about something yet kind of like extremely hyper focused but in order to get shit done I did have to create just a system of routine in order to 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 be able to commit you know and to do this full time because yeah like I I can't be like loosey-goosey because if I'm loosey-goosey bitch it's chaos Well, and I also just want to say for anybody listening who is like resistant to starting something new or trying something new, like my biggest fear is going into a job and getting fired because I've been fired twice. And, you know, yeah, we've talked about this. And when when you start a new job, the biggest fear is that you have to learn new skills. You have to start doing new things. You're going to mess up. You're going to make mistakes. And for me, I always talk myself out of being able to start something new all the time because I'm like, oh, I'm just going to fail at it anyway. And with my whole journey of starting going to the gym and changing up my diet and everything, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to try with no expectations. And if I need to consult with somebody, maybe I can pay for a session here or there to talk to a nutritionist here, a trainer there, and just 
micro adjust things. And like this has led me to now I work out six days a week. I eat 2050 calories a day, which actually puts me where I'm consistently losing weight. I want to lose this last 10 pounds that I've got. And I'm still putting muscle on. Like my body looks beautiful. I feel very happy. I feel very stable. I still eat things like pizza and cookies on occasion. Like I have a really stable relationship to food. So I just want people to know like it's not going to happen overnight but the changes if you do it the right way will happen by themselves because it's a lifestyle change but this change should be something that you like that fits into your life that doesn't feel like an uphill battle agreed i like that that's that's such a positive way to look at it (laughs) yeah well that's what a lifestyle change is but you know i think people are like oh i have to become this person that i don't want to be well my favorite thing in the entire world is a peanut butter and banana milkshake. And now I have peanut butter and banana protein shakes. And it tastes like ice cream. And I put yeah. ice and it's like, it's it's literally the best part of my day is eating this protein shake. And I get to do it every day. Whereas before I could only eat that once a month in my head. That's what I told myself. Yeah. Well, going back to what you said about like starting a new job and like the anxiety of like having to learn something new. Like, I recently just started like a new job um like part-time and you know social media for me is like the most it's one of my strongest skill sets I guess you could say and I you know just starting a new job it's just really like I had like anxiety again I'm like I'm gonna get fired like every time I do something wrong as a new person would I I like I'm so much more harder on myself than I think any other person would be you know and it just I have to like talk myself out of it a lot of times and I'm just like man I'm like I'm gonna get fired I'm gonna get fired I always like have that like voice in my head that doesn't shut the fuck up you know and it's like no you're like you're doing a great job and yes you make mistakes but you're not you know I just yeah it, it, so when you said that I was like oh my god literally like one of my biggest anxieties is that is starting a new job or just working for somebody and making a mistake well and I think people carry that oh. same anxiety into things like working out eating healthy like anytime there's room for failure our brain instantly wants to protect us and is like no no no, I'm not going to do that because I could fail or somebody could could think less of me like we're talking about being in the gym and thinking what people are going to think about you being in there and you're not you know walking in as uh what's his name George in the jungle (laughs) like you know you're coming in as yourself but like who cares you have to be willing to make mistakes if you're in progress it's so true I think sometimes it's not that like it's the fear of doing it like I'll be completely honest it's the laziness like sometimes I just be real lazy you know like it's been a long day the last thing I want to do <laughs> is to like move my body you know and I think I that's like my biggest struggles is is lacking motivation sometimes like I'm such a motivated person when it comes to like this what I'm doing right now but when it comes to going to the gym daily oh it's a battle so but again that's why I started doing like just show up just don't even try to because I I think that I have to go and do the most and like try to beat fucking Tarzan over there you know what I mean and just like be like ah crazy gym rat but sometimes it's just about showing up for yourself so I just try to like tell myself that you know but yeah well after i got work back progress over here totally after i'd gotten back from my trip to peru i had talked to my ex who i've talked about on here before the married guy um and i told him yeah well that was on patreon that that oh yeah yeah well i'm pretty sure i've talked about it on other episodes too um but you know he and i we still keep in touch from time to time um especially because he's like in super good shape so when i did start working out and doing this chat gbt workout i I called him because i wanted to ask some questions and what he said to me really changed my life he said when you are weightlifting less really is more you don't need to do a whole lot in order to see results 
And in fact, you don't need to do any cardio. The weightlifting and diet combined in a proper way, your body will just start eating itself in a healthy way and then putting muscle on. So it's not rocket science. Yeah. It's just to lose weight and to lift weights and to exercise and do the diet, it's a specialized skill set. The same way that you have a skill set editing podcasts, the same way that I have an astrology skill set or an ayahuasca skill set. Like we just need access to the correct information in order to get the results. So what you might be thinking is laziness could really just be like mental fatigue that you have you don't have the routine in place yet. And it's going to take a lot of energy to create it. But once you get it down, you'll be fine. It's like starting a new job. That's true. You're so right. So you're not lazy. You're always right. <laughs> you know, and anybody listening, like if you if you have a hard time starting something new, it's not that you're lazy. It's that you you don't have the experience of doing this new skill set. But like anything in life, when you start a new job, when you're starting a new workout routine, whatever it might be, going back to school. It just requires that you get into the swing of something you've never done before or coming back to something that maybe you've not done for a long time. That's very true. And we're going to implement that tomorrow. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm thinking if you're down, Steph, I'd, I'd love to like schedule a time where you and I just like sit down and literally like create your plan together and talk about what that would look like. And if you just want somebody to help. I don't you know, love that. I don't know yeah. to cry. Of course, I want to help you, like literally, crying? because because you have somebody who loves Why you, who wants to help so... you. And I'm just, I always have to cry. I'm like, you want to help me? Tears. Of course, I, for what you've done for my for me in my life, because I've been on broke girl therapy, I've got thirty nine thousand followers on TikTok. I've got gained tons of clients, like. You've changed my life. The most oh. that I can do, the least that I can do for you is to to offer to help you in return. But I mean, you know, if if anything, it can just be I can start with you. And if anybody is following your journey and sees your results and is enjoying it, like that's what this is all about. I want people to understand that change is not only possible, but it's something that we can create at any moment in our lives. It's just you can't change by yourself. You need help. Everybody does. I couldn't do it. That's so true. Like, I'm really tearing up, you guys. Like, it's wet. She's wet. <laughs> She's um, I know. No, I would actually like, because I really want to make that. Oh, God. Sorry. Let me let, let me just gather my, my tears. I, I really, <laughs> this episode's going to be out in January. So this is obviously the start of the new year. And so... I really want to make that like my biggest goal. Yeah. Well, you know, we Brian meet, and I. Maybe like once a month or something. We can do more than that. Brian and I meet. Uh, or more right than now, that. We, he and I have been meeting once every six months. But if you guys would want to do it so that, like, I'd be done to meet with you guys one on one week, the other on the other week, and then just start helping you guys get the tools to, to become who you want to be. I mean. I'm down. Let's do that. Yeah. Because look, if you have somebody to check in with, to text with, to ask questions about, like, you know, I'm not a certified trainer and I'm not a certified nutritionist, but I know what worked for me and I can give you the tools that I had to, to literally create myself or pay somebody else to teach me. Yeah. So, I'm down. Sometimes I just even need a, like a friend, you know? Yeah. If you just literally want to talk to me about how you're stressed with your new job or if you're feeling like underappreciated somewhere else in your life, like that all is going to uh, compound to, to whatever excess weight you're holding on to because stress turns into cortisol. Cortisol stops us from being healthy. Like however you can get it out. That, if, that's my gift to this world is just helping people eliminate what's stuck, what they can't get rid of themselves. Yeah. Okay. Let's do it. Yeah. Game on. I'm also thinking about maybe, uh, I mentioned I want to go to grad school, but I'm also thinking I want to um, maybe go to school to become like a fitness instructor so that I can like write programs for clients as well. And just, you know, I think that would be really. You should cool. just do it all. I want to. And then I can have my ayahuasca church and then who knows? You know? It'd just be like a one stop shop. <laughs> Well, that's the goal. If 
literally, if my job on this planet is to help people heal, like the more ways we can do it, hey. But I want people to know you don't yeah. have to eat celery and bone broth in order to lose weight. Like you can love your diet and lifestyle. Like, you know, I, I eat foods I love every yeah. single day. I used to think bread was off limits and now I eat like four slices of bread a day. But let's do this. I want to be like someone to help me. You know, just like start off with like what to eat weekly, you know? And guess what? I think sometimes that's my biggest thing is like, I don't know what to eat, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Probably you can probably eat more than you think you can. Because what was happening to me is before I started documenting my calories, I don't count my calories as a form of obsessively like trying to micromanage myself. I do it because when I count my calories, I actually get to eat more than I think I do. So every single day I go to bed feeling satiated. I've eaten enough food and I get to eat. I eat like five times throughout the entire day. And three of those are big meals. And then two of them are snacks. So the other thing about like a healthy lifestyle is you get to eat more than you think you're supposed to. Okay, let's do it. We're going to do it. I got this. Like there's even moments where I'm just like, I just need someone to just motivate me. You know what I mean? Like to get me out of that, like that, that, that mindset, you know? So I'll, I'll be calling. I'll be texting. I got some boo. And then I, we also got a, I love you too. Of course. And then if we can do like a, you know, like twice a month meeting and I'll do it with Brian too, you know? So I'll do you on two weeks, Brian on two weeks. Um, And then uh, we, along with diet, we can also talk about mindset and how you need to change the way that you think so that you can change the way that you move through the world. For sure. There you go. We should do like a broke girl therapy challenge or something where people are just encouraged to like, hey, like. You know, try something new. Go for it. Go yeah. for a walk. I don't know. We should. Or just or just even document the journey. You know, we don't have to document every two weeks for them. But like just right. every so often, I think, you know, uh, just just to make it inspire others. Oh, God, I, I got you. Don't you worry. You know, we're we're going to work on this together. And, you know, don't worry about anything. My mom is walking and giving me. And I think for me, like, oh, <laughs> hi, mom. Hi, <laughs> mom. And for me, I'm the type of person. <laughs> for me, I'm the type of person that like, and this is why I've decided that I like taking like workout classes, is because I love doing act these type of activity activities with other people, and I like thrive in a more like group setting or like working with somebody. It just fits my personality when it comes to like, especially something like this. So like, just you even be like, I'll be here for you to like talk you even talk it through and like motivate you. I'm just like, it means a lot, you know? Yeah. Well, a I lot of the like time. a gym bestie. Whoever's down to be my gym bestie, let me know if you live in LA. Look, if I was in LA, I would come and meet you for some of your workouts. Like, you know, when I, I'll be there in February. Like, there. Yeah, we'll go work out. Yeah, but it's like, or even like go on a hike or something. You know, absolutely. Like again, it doesn't need to. You're not reinventing the wheel. Like if you're spending more than an hour working out, it might be too much, especially in the beginning. It should be something right. quick, in, out, done. Yeah. Just be consistent with that. Yeah. But again, don't fall into the trap of thinking like it's got to be perfect or you're not going to make mistakes or that that quote unquote laziness. You're not lazy. Look at your life. Look at all the work you do. It's that you don't have a skill and you just need to develop a new skill. That's all it is. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay, I'm down. Let's do it. Let's make this change. Well, and your your destiny yes. sign in your birth chart is Capricorn, which is the sign of like, you know, learning new skills and learning to find yourself. And it takes time and developing uh, consistency and discipline. Like these are things that are going to help you. And Capricorn's my rising sign. I got this. I got you. Perfect. It's like we're about to be. <laughs> Duh. Hello. Okay, so now let's, should we tap into the, doing a tarot reading, maybe like something for the year? Hell yeah. Okay, so 
if we're talking about broke girl therapy oh all right so a card just flipped up so a card that i guess that's starting for you is the two of swords so when we look at this card the two of swords is ruled by the zodiac sign libra and it's when the moon is in libra so the moon is our emotions libra is the card of balance so your like lesson for this year is learning to bring yourself into balance taking your darkness and your light and holding them equal to each other it's not the idea that you're just going to completely banish the darkness and all of a sudden you're like magically just this angelic holy being the two of swords is about saying it's she's like lady justice she's got all of herself fully integrated and she's able to stand in her strength knowing the darkness and the light and holding both sides of herself equally so what does that mean to you i'm still trying to understand because i feel like with brocal therapy as far as like balance maybe it's just i think lately i've been stressed with like numbers you know sure. like i feel like my numbers this year were as great as last year if i'm being very transparent not that they sucked like it wasn't but it's still kind of like, you know, I expect and have a goal for myself to grow every single year. And this year, there wasn't any growth. I think well, it was like... Keep in mind that the TikTok less, you know? algorithm changed a lot over the last year. And like things don't go viral as easy yeah. as they did in the beginning. Because you went from zero to 60. And then it just now yes, it, yeah. it explodes like that anymore. Yeah, it's a lot harder at least. And like, I mean, there's Instagram where... You know, and it's like, it's, I'm not even talking about social media numbers, even at that. I'm talking about like the podcast, like local therapy, you know, because it's like sometimes a video could do really well on social media. But what's more important to me is like, does it translate to the numbers on the show? Because I, I would rather people listen to a full episode and like listen to the show than just, you know, the clips, clips of social media, which is fine. That's fine, too. I mean, there's two different audiences and whatever but the main purpose for social media is to watch the show you know to market it yeah so it's just kind of like oh sorry i had a lot of karaoke yesterday so my voice is coming out guys (laughs) um but i guess for me it's just (laughs) it's just um yeah i don't know just finding the balance of maybe not doing like because i keep thinking like what can i do differently you know but it's like i want to still keep the core the root of the show but also find ways to improve and to to be a better show you know without losing its heart i guess yeah well so we pull a card on this all right so that's probably this last year and then this is (laughs) going oh okay so the first card I got is the five of pentacles. So this is the card of like two people walking through the snow. One of them's a cripple. The other one um, is just like home. They're both homeless. And it's the card of going through a really difficult time in your life and feeling like there's no progress being made. And yet there's this church window over them, kind of almost like mocking them. And it's just the card generally gives this feeling of hopelessness. Like, is nobody watching? Like, which is kind of funny watching your podcast. Like, is nobody listening? Is nobody watching? Uh, but right. the, the second card we pulled for you is the Ten of Pentacles. So five is halfway there. Ten is the whole story. The Ten of Pentacles is the card of stability, security, creating long-term legacy or wealth. So it's like playing the stocks. You have to remember that broke world therapy is something that's a long-term investment and there will be good years and not so good years but the most important thing is that you stay consistent with this knowing that there is a greater vision at hand so in your birth chart your past life sign is cancer the sign of letting your emotions dictate everything your destiny sign is capricorn letting your vision for the future dictate everything and understanding that everything happens on the divine timeline so you can't beat yourself up yeah that's true. And I try to remind myself that too. It's just kind of like, it's it's like a business. There's some good years and there's some good, you know, some great years. Like it's just gonna, it can't be, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I guess I compare myself and I, sh- I should stop doing this. I compare myself to like 
some other shows, right, that like get a really like a 20 million to 60 million dollar contract with Spotify and or this happens to their show and they're like millionaires just off their podcast and uh you know and it just like makes me feel like I'm falling behind sometimes especially because I've been doing this for so long more than others yeah that I I'm like why am I not there yet you know well am I ever gonna get there is that possible I just pulled another card for you. So as you're talking about this, we got the Eight of Pentacles. This is the card of hard work and staying focused on your career. So interesting that this is also coming up. It's the third Pentacle card we have in a row. Um, But I think for you, it's a reminder like, hey, if these other podcasts got there before you and whatever, like how did they fit the mainstream audience better? Or who were they connected to that got them that opportunity faster? It's like this thing where we think society like oh people like Billie Eilish are just so talented and like amazing a lot of people fail to remember that Billie Eilish both her parents are actors their her brother and her have had like homeschooling and training and all of these things their entire life they have teams around them and like this kind of makes you an underdog because you're doing the entire thing by yourself from beginning to end broke girl therapy is Stephanie Megan And you have to remind yourself in this underdog position, your success is going to be so much sweeter because you are doing it on your own. And don't for a second think that you can't get one of these $23 million contracts. Like the harder you work and the more you keep going, you're only increasing the possibility of getting these things to come to yourself. You just have to stay in the right mindset. Yeah. No, you're right. That's another thing I always have to remind myself to is like, I, yeah, I'm doing this all on my own. Like, it's, Whereas like it's these other podcasts. Round up. Yeah, these other podcasts who have like, they've gotten these contracts. Do they have other people helping them? Do they've got an editor or a team or, or a social media manager? Like you have to, to think about these things. Yeah. I mean, if, okay, so let's, for instance, the biggest one, right? Call her daddy. Right. Um, which I've been compared to and all that stuff. They did start from scratch on their own. However, they were connected to people and like, you know, the socialite scene and all that stuff and dating athletes or whatever. I, I don't really know. I don't listen to their episode, but I just know like the basics of how they got started. And so I just know that, oh, okay, so she wasn't necessarily super famous, but she knew people, you know, who were. She was a socialite, essentially. And I'm not a socialite, you guys. <laughs> like, I'm not. I know famous people, but it, it not like that, you know? Um, yeah. Well, and you're not about to, like, be like, like, yo, give me a, a hand, handy, handout. Right. You know? And sometimes, yeah. And it's, I don't, I don't have any nepotism at all yeah like at all you know a reminder for anybody listening to like if you're starting your own business or if you're working towards something like please remember that Rome isn't built in a day like I run my own business and I still haven't hit what I consider to be a big break and I've been doing Santos and the Crystal Visions for almost four years now and you know it's like little by little you have to build something and most businesses or most projects fail within the first year and then the second the third if you're past your third year of doing something that's typically a good point if you hit if you go past your sixth year that's typically the next milestone and then your 10th year and if you're not hitting something by that 10th year okay maybe that's alarming but by year six is when things start to pick up are you like on six or seven right now I think about like seven, 2016. Wow. So that's it. What about, is it? Yeah. So it's a long time ago. Yeah. But Obama was think- still in office, y'all. Yeah. That's how. Yeah. <laughs> but you, you have that's to. How long ago it was. You have to think that you're building something and it's going to take time. And, you know, finding yourself takes time. And that's what we talked about in your birth chart, that Capricorn energy. Broke Girl Therapy is your opportunity to create your imprint on the world. And you are the sole proprietor. Don't 
fear. Don't be afraid. Stay with it and keep going. One of my biggest fears is like failing. But it's like that same fear that you have about maybe not starting that new lifestyle change, diet, or exercise routine is the same fear that's running the show about broke girl therapy. So there's only two real emotions among everything. There's fear and there's love. And if you're feeling nervous or afraid or scared that your business isn't going to to transcend, that's literally, it's almost useless because it's standing in your way of like manifesting a more positive attitude. It is energetic. You've got to switch the way you feel and see things. Yeah. That's another thing too is like I try to like have to remind myself like can't think like that. Like that's like such a loser mentality almost, you know, to think like why am I not there yet and comparing. Like I feel like saying stuff like that and like living in the negative could feel like it's such a blockage, you know. And so I have to like learn how to switch my mind and somehow find gratitude and just remind myself of all the things I have accomplished, you know, and and that's why even someone just reaching out and be like, oh my God, I love you and like interacting and sometimes it'd be the same fucking people and I'm like, they're still here even after like all these episodes are tuning in. Like I have to remind myself of that, you know, because that's, that's hard to get. I remember even just trying to, trying to even just to get that, you know, and that was, that was a whole struggle in its own. So I have to, I have to remind myself of that, but you know, well, there is that, that voice that's so fucking annoying. It's like, yeah. you're not enough. <laughs> but that voice, that like what I like to call the shadow, you know, if you're standing in the light, you're going to cast a shadow. When people talk about Gemini and the twins in astrology, it's not, you know, two heads. It's literally you, you standing, and then the shadow behind you that's cast. And that's like the thing that's following you. So what is the shadow always made out of? fear if we can learn to switch our fear into a higher vibration one of the best ones that i can think of is gratitude we can start showing gratitude and say thank you for my life thank you that i don't have to work this nine to five job every day thank you that i have an able body and like showing your body gratitude all right we're going to eat a little healthier we're going to go for a walk we're going to get more sleep we're going to feel happy about the work that we get to do if you make these little micro shifts you can become larger than life. I mean, you already are pretty incredible. If you show gratitude for the fact that you've got 274,000 followers or something like that on TikTok. So that's like not, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's a, that's a quarter of a million. It's more than a quarter of a million. Yeah, it hasn't grown in like this whole year. It's just been a little, little stagnant. But I get, sorry, I'm trying to get that out of my, in my head. But, yeah. you know, there, there's, there's Stephanie Megan... And then there's Stephanie Bachara. Yeah. And Stephanie Bachara is the producer, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's Stephanie Megan that's like, everything's going to be okay. And we're left, you know? So I have a producer brain and I have the delusional brain. Yeah. Well, sometimes we need the Delulu in order to get it, to get the results in life, right? We love a Delulu. We fucking Honestly, I, I feel like the younger stuff that started the show was so delusional, you know, like, and I'm so glad she was so delusional. I'm so thankful for her <laughs> because if I would have, if I would have known how much I would have had to sacrifice and do and to get to this point and how much hard work, it would have scared me. So I'm glad that I didn't, I didn't think of any of that. I was just like, I'm just having a great old time. <laughs> Who even knows what's going to happen, you know? That's the thing about being delusional. There's really a fine line you can walk between it because you can, it to be a dreamer, some people call you delusional. But if you have a dream in your mind and you chase it, sometimes you have to be a bit foolish in order to actually make results happen. You know, the idea of me going into a weight loss journey and trying to lose 77 pounds, that sounds really fucking hard. You know, maybe you need to be a little Delulu or dream about the future to say I can get there or to start a podcast or to start a business. I want to go back to school at 30 years old. Like, you know, there's there's all sorts of things that you have to be a little delusional about if you're going to make it happen. Now, we're not talking about attracting your twin flame and the soulmates and all of that, because that's a whole other story. (laughs) 
<laughs> but yeah. if you want to get the career that you want, even the relationship you want, you have to be somewhat delusional to think that it's possible. Especially if you're dreaming like pretty big. Yeah. yeah. You know. Well, you know, like <laughs> and there's like no roadmap. Take me as an example. My dream was to help heal people all over the world. And I've gone to Peru. I've completed training. I'm starting a faith-based organization to help heal people with ayahuasca and trauma. And I'm a professional astrologer for a living. Like, it's pretty Delulu. It's so Delulu. But also, that's like... Pretty, that's actually very Delulu. But like, and I, like what the fuck? Here I am. I'm still alive and kicking. You know, this last year was the slowest year of my business. And I thought that I was going to have to shut my LLC down. I thought I was going to fail. And I'm choosing to hold on to it and to keep doing this work because this is what I was born to do. If you're not doing the thing that's the most authentic to you, then it's okay to let things go. But if you're letting go of your dream because you're afraid that you're not going to make it or you're not going to be able to fund it or you're not going to be able to do it, that's when you got to start getting creative. Or if you're... Oh, for sure. That has been my journey the last 70 years. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you're afraid of not hitting that next milestone, imagine what you can accomplish if you say, fuck this fear. I'm just going to find my way around it. I'm going to start strategizing new ways. For sure. We're both two Delulu bitches with ADHD. ADHD. (laughs) It's so true. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you know that we've been through shit to get to where we are. Yeah. But if anyone listening, like, don't don't let your mind stop you. It's just a limiting belief. Like, if you change your mind, you can change everything in your reality. I mean, look at me. I lost 77 pounds. I'm about to start a church. I have a good relationship to food. I work out six days a week. These are things that I've dreamt of my whole life. I still have the dream that Santos and the Crystal Visions is going to be one of the greatest businesses on the planet and heal people and do all of that. And this was my worst year yet in my business. It's possible. You just got to hold on to the Delulu. It's okay. It's good to know. This is the only worst to have a good business year. Oh, yeah. We in a recession, boo. Okay. There was a writer's strike. Like, that's, you know, give yourself some credit. A lot. (laughs) Yeah. That's so true. But 2024, I, I, I praying and hoping for growth and you know and and for good content like i want to make really entertaining shit you know and i want to make people laugh make people cry make people rethink their lives (laughs) and just i don't know it may make people happy at the end of the day just make people happy and make myself happy while i while i do it so stay tuned y'all we need to bring on maybe some more of that ebony mystique or something. Get something going. Something fun. Oh, no, yeah. Girl, I already have a an episode with her. Yeah. <gasps> oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I love Ebony. She's my girl. Like, I want to see me out with Ebony, like, on a, on a random Tuesday. She's just so fun. She's yeah. so funny. She's just such good energy yes my girl i'm so glad that you introduced me to her oh my god of course she she's my favorite i mean i'm going to the adult video network awards in vegas this year again with pineapple support society which is a non-profit i want to go you should come we do mental health support and your broke girl therapy kind of fits the brand uh you know it's it's literally all very on brand so we i've been like trying to figure out a way to We'll talk after. I don't think they care about this one, but we'll talk after. But yeah, because I'm trying to figure out a way to. I can introduce you to Leah, who you can have on the podcast to interview her about the organization, and then she might be able to bring you on as an advocate or something. So we can, we can definitely slow down. And it would be great for her. She's trying to do TikTok and networking to bring mental health support to to the entertainers. So, you know, let's let's get the ball going. Let's do it. Let's do it. (laughs) Yay. Okay, well, is there? Should we do pull one more card, or is there any last words you like? Anything else you want to say? Next card, the last card we have for you is the two of wands or the two of rods in this deck. But he's holding a globe that shows that he has the whole world in his hands. He's just at the beginning of a journey, and all he needs to do is continue down the path. So this is very appropriate for you. 
you know, don't give up. It's literally just the beginning. Yeah. Stay consistent. And I, I, that's literally like the number one rule to success is just to stay consistent. Don't give up. So I have to keep telling myself that, like, don't feel discouraged. Keep going. It's time to be hard. Okay. It's It's hard out in these streets. It's hard out in these streets. But it's okay. <laughs> I love I you, Danny, so much. Let's let's chat soon off air, and because I really, I dare really want to like get it, get it started with. We'll start next like week. just be healthier. Okay, let's do it. Or even the like we'll fire. cry. I got you. Yeah, let's do it. Well, actually, let's do next. I have so much going on this week, so let's do it next week because it's slower, and I feel like I could like get it focused. Yeah. So, okay. right. Where can people find you and book you? Uh, if you want to book me, head over to my website, www.santoscrystalvision.com. My website was created by Amy Angelo. She's a web, de- web developer if you're looking to have somebody make your website. And uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Santos Crystal Visions. Sometimes I post flash sales for my readings. Right now I have one for Mercury Retrograde if you get here in time. Um, but always look out on my page for Mercury Retrograde Flash Sales. And uh, if you want to work with me one-on-one, send me a private message and we can do some life coaching together too. Yay! And, um, but also you have like fake Instagram accounts. Just oh my God, yes. Right. If you are following That's me, please, happens. please be aware that there are multiple fake accounts pretending to be me, messaging my followers and soliciting a reading saying like, I have a message for you. Spirit has guided me to message you. Like the only way you can confirm that it's me is by having me send you a voice note where I'm saying my name, your name, and the date and the time. Um, and then ask me like a fact about yes. this. You know, confirm. Yes. Yeah. And then to see if I follow him too. If I follow yes. you, then that's the right. Yes. That's the Absolutely. right profile. And if you well, even your fake ones be following me. So don't look at who he follows. Look at if I follow him. Yes. Amen. No, that fake shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So follow me, Stephanie Megan, or go to brokotherapy.com. All that shit is there. Love you guys. Love you guys. Yay. Broke Girl Therapy. Broke Girl Therapy. You've probably heard the name Mary, Queen of Scots, and maybe you know the importance of her legacy to the British monarchy. But how much do you know about her life and what she was really like? For instance, did you know that she preferred to have her eggs scrambled or that giving gifts was her love language? In my podcast, Vulgar History, we'll be talking about all that and more during an eight-part miniseries about the fascinating life of Mary, Queen of Scots. Vulgar History is a feminist women's history comedy podcast where we don't shy away from the messy, complicated lives of women from the olden times. Particularly with women in history, it's easier to use broad strokes to portray who they were, and it's like we forget they probably also had messy lives, complicated relationships, and maybe things weren't as black and white as they might seem in a textbook. But I'm dedicated to sharing the sides of the stories we don't always hear, and each episode is supported by rigorous historical research. Turns out there's really something about Mary Queen of Scots. So be sure to turn into my series about Mary Queen of Scots and check out the other incredible women I've talked about while you're there. You can listen and subscribe to Vulgar History wherever you get your podcasts and learn more at vulgarhistory.com.